0: I need your clothes, your boots, and your feet W. I'm Torrin Atkinson.
1: Mmm, tuna. You can really taste the slavery. I'm Joe Foljam.
2: Nah, nah, I don't
3: want to drink butts. If you got a butts light, I'm Richard Harmon. Nobody wants to thaw and raise your three year old. I'm Kevin Leeson, and this is Caustic Soda. We're talking with uh, Richard Harmon on yet another edition of Caustic Soda Special Blend. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. So, uh, Richard, uh, I guess the big question is, did you write yeah. your own Wikipedia page? No, I didn't. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Do you have any idea who wrote it? I have no clue. Because uh, they describe you as yeah. a Canadian actor best known for his role as Julian Randall in Continuum. Got it. Do you consider yourself best known for your role uh, no, in Continuum? I mean,
2: maybe it won't, I mean, it's a role I'm very proud of. I'd say probably best known is, is the 100 for sure. Yeah. Right. As That's far right. as people like seeing me on the street and anything, it's the
0: 100. Right. What, nice. was your, what, was your, what would your mother say you're best known for?
2: Uh, just being a good boy. Oh. Uh, right. Not being in the movie that she produced?
0: <laughs> yeah, probably
2: the
3: one she made. <laughs> <it was. laughs> uh,
2: she'll definitely say that was my best my best role. And it was one of them. It was definitely a fun, fun Well, movie. according
3: to Wikipedia, you're also known for roles as Jesper Ames in The Killing, as yeah. Ray Snyder in Tower Prep. I mean, I haven't heard about Tower Prep in years. Yeah. You also played the role of Andrew Breen in The Wishing Tree. Which oh, is that? That's uh, one of the movies that we worked on together. I don't know if it and was. Though. I didn't edit your uh, your uh, Wikipedia page, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Uh, he currently stars in the hit show The 100 as John Murphy. Hey, we're Harman, a hit. Harmon received yeah. critical praise as Alex, a blind track runner, in If I Had Wings. That was fun. Ooh. Again, leading me to believe that maybe your mother put up this She Wikipedia may have. Page. She may have. Harmon made his acting debut in the 2002 television series Jeremiah, which is
2: actually incorrect. That's incorrect. That so, is incorrect. What the, that the, was the second role I ever booked. It was the oh. first one that came out. It was released before ah. the first one I did. But the first one I ever did was uh, School of Life, and it didn't come out until like two years later. So well,
0: we can edit the Wikipedia page right now.
3: Well, so now can we you know actually? that it's definitely not somebody on the inside. The Richard. No, Ryan, they don't. They
0: don't know the scoop. The schedule. Mm. So it.
3: this show Jeremiah. It was uh, some sort of bullfrog related story.
2: No, it was uh, no, not at all. Luke Perry is Luke Perry and. Uh, as a bullfrog. As a bullfrog, yeah. It's yeah. a post-apocalyptic show, which That's what I'm fucking. used to now doing. Yeah, you're all about the post-apocalypse. I'm all about the post-apocalypse. I love it. I'm ready for it. If anyone was
1: ready, it's me. That's well, right. The world ends and everybody knocks on your door. Hey, uh, hey. what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> do, we do?
0: I don't know, man. Uh, I can't sit, help.
2: Sit down on a chair and wait for people to get you water. And, uh, <laughs> I, <don't know.
0: laughs> I can't help but notice that your mohawk has grown out, though. Yeah, <laughs> the, the
3: feathers on your, uh, uh, on your, on your football pads have fallen
2: off. Yeah, it, well yeah <laughs> they require it's, maintenance it's a lot that my hair is very long right now mm-hmm. i'm curious about what they're going to do this season with. oh and the 100 yeah because i'm little, i think i'm getting a little cleaner than i was in the right. last season which is why i have dreadlocks mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so now i don't know it's just going to be it's, it, fresh like so, pant- pantene pro v so you the hair.
3: 100 is a an adventure
2: in hairstyles it is honestly that's the mo- most important thing that i think <laughs>
3: <laughs> for well, you. The reason that you're on our show is because you and I know each other personally. We do. We have worked together. Uh, did you realize we've worked together on four shows? I would have thought at this point it probably was like five or six, honestly. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like, like I, I can't like I shake see, I feel oh, like God. I see you on every other thing I do. <laughs> well, I, we certainly <clears throat> see you in the room uh, uh, You know, when we, you meet with directors yeah, in true. the uh, audition process true, true. on pretty much every
2: show I produce. Absolutely. I and then it's... some of them I book, and then some of them you guys make mistakes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first thing we worked together on was The Ambassador, a short film that I wrote and produced. Very true. Uh, where you were a, uh, a mute locked in a basement who escaped only to burn his dead parents in their bed.
2: You know, uh, two months ago, actually, the funny thing is, I was shooting a movie, and I locked someone else in that basement. Oh, yeah. turnabout is fair play. I know, it very cool. I remember, I remember walking in, I was like, this is the place that we shot the ambassador. Oh, crap. This is, and I'm locking somebody in the same I'm basement. Now I'm keeping her
3: down here. <laughs> The interesting part about that short film is that we told a story about a child locked in a basement for years and years and years only to seek revenge on the perpetrators that did it to him. And uh, we were out at the uh, Cannes short film market. It's pronounced Caness. Uh, <laughs> oh, Canes, yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, it, it the story broke like while we were there about that Austrian guy who locked his daughter in his basement oh. for like twenty years and oh. had five kids with her. Topical, yeah, yeah. So it uh, it was very popular. We uh, got a number of offers,
2: but mutes,
0: no lines to memorize.
2: Actually, one of my favorite things is playing mutes. I've done like three of them, including Jeremiah. I was a mutant that. Oh, nice! They're fun because they're they're the best roles. You can just focus on getting the emotions out properly without saying things. Words just
3: ruin things. Very Daniel Day Lewis, like the first (laughs) twenty minutes of. uh, Uh, There will will be be blood. blood. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing. Like uh, so, what you're saying is you're the Canadian Daniel Day Lewis. He wishes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The second thing we worked on was called the Wishing Tree, which which I had a blast on. I'm very well
0: known for it. What happens with what?
3: Uh, he fell three stories and broke his leg. Okay, through a roof. Uh, but, yeah, and he was a uh, uh, and he 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 knocked over uh, a table mm-hmm. uh, that had donuts and coffee on it.
2: That was the that was the best part. Yeah. Of the show. Yeah. That, that was scripted.
3: Yeah, that was scripted. It was right? scripted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time <laughs> no, I would try, I, I would try to make the the bets with
2: people of how
3: far I could flip the table <laughs> in each take. I was like, I'm gonna go for the tree. I'm yeah. getting it all the way over there. The third thing we worked on was a movie called Scarecrow, a sci-fi original. Mm. Yeah, which uh, is, yeah. Where you uh, disappeared mid-scene and were later turned up hanging from the ceiling of a barn?
2: Yeah, because we never got to shoot what originally was intended for the role. It was supposed to be in another half of the film. <laughs>
3: yes, yeah, so we, we, originally he was scripted as uh, he was going to get skinned yeah. and the Ooh. creature was going to wear his skin. Yeah, Ooh. which would have been fun to play. Yeah. yeah. But the
2: thing was, I had booked the pilot of The 100 back then uh-huh. and then you guys still were like, nah, it's okay. We'll we'll, well, we'll work around them and then it yeah. was the only I could only do two days. So I remember on the second day, I was like, there's a of stuff we haven't shot guys and yeah i remember you guys telling me it's okay we're actually just gonna after you know this scene we're doing right now where you walk away from everybody you just don't You're done. get seen again, yeah. and we're gonna find a body with your clothes on, <laughs> on it. Yeah. yeah, later on in the film, and everyone just goes,
3: "Tyler, no!" In the great <laughs> distance, in the roof of the barn. Yeah, don't
2: uh, go too close. Don't, don't Okay, don't yeah. so Zoom Kevin in.
1: was Kevin was good enough to adapt and figure it out. He didn't just make you disappear in the middle of a scene like my my mind had when we described this. Just all yeah. of a sudden, Richard's there, and oh, he's gotta go. <laughs> Boonk. No, that's back, what it goes there. like.
2: You think I'm on the I'm on track for like a redemption arc in this movie? And yeah. I'm <laughs> the asshole, and I was supposed to be. And then all of a sudden, I'm just in the middle of a scene, and I'm just go like, you know what? I'm like, screw you guys. I'm out, and I leave, and I never
3: yeah. come back. And never show up. It's, it merely reappears as a dead body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Leather the jacket. latest thing that we just shot called The Hollow. Yeah. With the same uh, writer director team as The Scarecrow, True. Uh, slated for release uh, uh, this year, Halloween 2015. Mm-hmm. I do not want to give away any details, but, but I something can say,
0: has been. Cored out. Uh, it was
3: solid all the way through. He didn't have to leave halfway through our shoot. True. Oh, okay. So uh, his untimely end will not be nearly as mysterious as yeah. uh, the Scarecrow.
2: You see it this time. Uh, but you are not giving
0: anything away. You can't say what has been hollowed out. Oh, yeah. and, uh, no. The hollow is the creature. It's oh. the monster. Oh. oh wow. Yeah. Oh. He
3: comes from the hollow. And this oh. one's
1: not sleepy, unlike all the previous no. hollows that we've all dealt this is with. The
3: awake, this, is not, this is the Ichabod awake hollow. hollow. Yeah. He's Bernie. The hollow is Bernie that like, lights people uh, on fire on the inside so their, their oh. eyes are
0: burnt oh, out. And I thought you
1: meant Weekend at Bernie's Bernie. So <laughs> I like, thought the you meant bad like Bernie Mac Bernie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's too many Bernies in this language.
1: Well, uh, in a uh,
3: film-related story, June 2015, just happened. Mm-hmm. A contractor in a VW factory was installing a new robot with a colleague when the machine struck him in the chest and pressed him up against a metal plate, Ooh. the injuries proving to be fatal. I only want
1: to hug you, master. <laughs>
3: what Prosecutors what? are investigating the accidental death of the 21-year-old. No answers as of yet. Why? Is this a film story, you say? Why are we talking about it
0: is what it I'm saying. Like a, it sounds like a Killer Robots follow-up mm. to me.
3: A Financial Times reporter named Sarah O'Connor shared the story on Twitter, <laughs> writing, A robot has killed a worker in a VW plant in Germany, at which point her tweet went viral. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Sarah O'Connor. Uh, Sa- from, from a bunch Sarah of Sarah O'Connor. Sarah O'Connor. <laughs> yeah.
3: I have come. What was the line?
0: <laughs> oh I don't think. It doesn't have a line. He just shoots. Sarah O'Connor.
3: And she says
1: yes, and then he shoots her. Got it. Yeah.
3: Sarah O'Connor would later add, okay, I should have thought about my name and its associations before tweeting this. Uh, followed up by sigh. I've never even watched the films. Now my feed is full of people tweeting me about Skynet. <laughs> followed by feeling really uncomfortable about this inadvertent Twitter thing I seem to have kicked off. Somebody died. Let's not forget. Right. Concluding with guys, I don't know what Skynet is, and I wouldn't follow me. I tweet really boring stuff about unit wage costs and the like. <laughs> unit wage costs. I can't dun, believe this dun, is the first time. That should now be her ringtone. Every right? time. <laughs> that would be awesome. I can't believe that this is the first time she's ever gotten a Terminator related
2: as Sarah O'Connor. I can't believe yeah. she hasn't watched
0: yeah, what's wrong Terminator with her? Is, what's wrong with her? Yeah, like you don't like have an hour and a half the to investigate here. your name. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's the breaking news. Someone hasn't seen any Terminator films <laughs> yeah. at all.
3: Yeah, how did she dodge that? Yeah. Like, really, truly, like just yeah. in random flipping through channels, you she must just, have stumbled yeah. across
2: one exactly. or two. Exactly. Or it's just a scene her, or two.
1: In her life, at some point, somebody must have made the Sarah O'Connor joke and she'd be like, I don't, haven't seen the movie. Oh, oh my God, you not, have to. Yes. And no. then she didn't.
3: Maybe that's it. It's like she just played it like completely like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And either walked away or the other person went okay that is so balls out I'm, like, I'm I'm, not following it up like do you think she's doing this out of spite now just to not watch it <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. it's just <laughs> like no I'm not doing it screw you James maybe Cameron that's... like you ruined my life
0: maybe there's going to be a uh, meeting at the uh, at the um, Financial Times saying okay yeah. everybody we all need to watch Terminator together yeah. so this doesn't happen again Sarah so that you that need can...
3: to learn Sarah can no longer tweet about robots yeah. right.
0: mm. back to Richard's Wikipedia page mm. thank
3: mm. you Yeah. This is uh, Rick, Richard Harmon trivia. Yeah. Ooh. And you can tell us which of these things are true, because I think we've established... <laughs> I think yeah, we've they established don't know me very well. ...that whoever wrote your Wikipedia page is not in the inner circle. Okay. Richard is a fan of the television... Oh, 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 no, hold on. We'll, we'll do true-false. This was totally we'll written take, by his mother. We'll take a vote with <laughs> Torn and Joe whether they think this is true or false. Okay. Richard is a fan of the television show SpongeBob SquarePants. Torn, true or false?
0: Well, I'm a fan of the... This- spongebob squarepants i think anyone who's ever seen spongebob squarepants is a fan so yeah. i'm gonna say true
3: yeah but we probably would have said the same thing about sarah o'connor she must be a fan of her <laughs> yeah. movies right
1: i i think it was probably true when he was younger and his mom did write this and put it in because she thinks <laughs> he
3: still does uh, richard is this true oh there
2: it is oh
3: Bang. oh he's got, got a, a spongebob keychain
2: huge spongebob fan i'm oh, oh, yeah. getting a spongebob okay. tattoo actually so i'm a huge SpongeBob fan. did you That's see somebody- the wow. most recent yeah. movie uh, oh yeah I loved it I yeah. saw it three times No oh. I've seen it four times now oh, Three times God. in theater And I bought it So now I've watched it once on. Nice. on you the have a Spongebob
3: tattoo I'm going to get Oh, Oh you're yeah. going to get, get one, one oh, Him wow. and
2: him and Plankton Side by side mm-hmm. nice.
0: Where are you going to put The Spongebob tattoo I'm trying
2: to figure it out Because I have five other ones And I'm just like May yeah. I
0: suggest Very tiny Right next to your eye <laughs> Oh Perfect. like a teardrop Like yeah. game Maybe members Maybe I'll do. get it like
2: In the island
0: <laughs> Yeah Oh yeah
2: Maybe I'll get it on my lamp. Yeah yeah
3: Nice all right, trivia number two. Got it. Uh, Richard is a fan of Bob Dylan and the Rolling Stones. Joe? Sure, I, I believe that. Right. Yeah. I said false false. Oh. false. 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 Uh, what, Bob Dylan or the Rolling Stones or both? Both. both. Oh. Why are you shaking your head like <laughs> that? You <laughs> don't nah. care for them yourself, torn? No. Nah. What? No. no. Okay, Bob
2: Dylan is my favorite artist of all time, so we're just
3: gonna push right. past this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. you, you're, So you and torn cannot be friends. That's yeah. all right. This isn't a you know, yeah. No, this is a friend making way
2: for like any modern artist at all. Uh huh.
3: And the Rolling Stones. Yeah, huge fan. To mm-hmm. rank him up there uh, with Bob Dylan. Like a I mean, co- yeah, as far one A as and I, one B. No, no, not quite.
2: Like, if Mick Jagger Bobby and then
0: it's everyone. Else. If Mick Jagger and Bob Dylan had to fight, oh. <laughs> who are you putting your money on?
2: Oh well, see, but that doesn't Bob. make Bob's got to some side of like witchcraft. To oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Mick's yeah. got
2: all
1: that practice flailing his skinny oh, arms around true. at super yeah, high. He can speeds, do it fast, though. and yeah. he would cut you with those elbows. I was with about that to say, weird <laughs> with that Mick, Mick has
3: the wacky elbows that, yeah. uh, as yeah. I know from watching a lot of UFC, elbows are the deadliest weapon. <laughs> He'd be a great, great rebounder in basketball. Mm. He's just throwing elbows all over the place. Now the question is, would there be any artist that would sandwich in between Bob Dylan and the Rolling Stones, meaning that this person didn't get the top two. Or do you think those are the top two? Those are not the top twos. Bob Dylan's number one. Yeah.
2: I mean, Rolling Stones is up there. They're a classic. Squidward with them. his clarinet
0: right. in between them. No, he's,
2: he's horrible. He can't play. <laughs> <laughs> he can't
0: play for crap. Am I
2: allowed to swear on this show? What's oh, yeah, the absolutely. situation? Fuck yes. Yes. Okay, he yeah. can't play for shit. Um, uh, probably up there. Who else? I mean, right now, modern guys. The National, I think, is just the best oh, yeah? band out yeah. there.
3: right now, man. I mean, they have a very complete sound. I like it a lot. Nice. All right. Uh, Richard is a fan of American football, especially the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football team torn true or false oh that's a dramatic pause yeah, this is so oh, true he's, you can't see this on the podcast
1: but he's squinting his eyes and thinking true.
3: hard uh joe true or false
1: uh, this is the one I'm going to think is probably not true or not entirely true because right. you're a Canadian kid, and so uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe Amer- maybe Canadian Where's football. You? My dad is a New Yorker. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Born and bred.
2: I'm really ma- more American than I am Canadian. Okay. I, don't, I don't even like hockey. Uh, uh, yeah. here's the answer to that question. Uh, N- right. Oh,
3: he's got a fighting Irish oh, okay. on my keychain, wow. And he's also,
2: the first tattoo I ever got was a Notre Dame logo on my foot. There you go. You were born in, totally in Mississauga. I was born in Mississauga. Mm-hmm. How long were you there for? like never. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. For birth. Yeah. yeah. I think but they had like me, in it's me in Winnipeg. Just like
3: just fucking go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Had him
0: en route. <laughs> yeah. Through we were town. passing. We were just passing yeah. through.
3: The uh, Alan Harmon is a uh, uh longtime employer of mine. He and mm-hmm. I uh worked together as assistant directors on right. a number of films. That is That's your how father. That is I father. Oh, okay. that is my father. Yes. Yeah. So, Richard, did you ever play football?
2: I did indeed. I played it for a long time. I still play, but now, no, not, not tackle American rules or Canadian anymore. rules? American.
3: American rules? Okay. Four oh, downs. Man. Like, what
2: are you doing with three? I'm just trying to be different now.
3: <laughs> now, no offense, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I don't look at you and think linebacker material. No, I was a wide receiver. Wide receiver? I was very right.
2: fast and I could catch everything, but I was oh, tiny. And, and those, was
3: uh, it's sharp elbows as well. Sharp elbows. <laughs> uh, did you ever get hit to a degree where you were unhappy?
2: Yes, I, I ended up, uh, I had to stop playing tackle contact. When I was 15, because I had a really bad injury to my back, which I still, it still affects me to this day. Now I just play like flag football, which is better. I mean, I wasn't much of a fan of getting hit anyway, but I was, yeah, I was blocking someone on a play. Uh, The ball was on the other side of like the field. It was just me and a a cornerback were just, I was blocking him. We were just kind of jabbing a little bit. And then one of their other players came from behind me and just threw his shoulder right into my back. Oh. And it was a total clip, like completely illegal move. Yeah. Hit me, drove me up into the air over him, and I just flipped around and I landed. I landed like corkscrewed. Like oh, my yes. body my body was <laughs> twisted. <laughs> my body was kind of like rotated. Like, like mm-hmm. when you go to crack your back kind of thing, yeah, you yeah, turn yeah. to the yeah. side. I was it was like doing that horizontally, and I just came down blah, perfectly. And so, it just went and my muscle in my lower back just... Snap. in, in was the worst
3: pain I've ever felt in my life. Oh, wow, yeah. In, in the minutes following that, I could have opened a great Chardonnay with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you got to course for
2: sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, in between the time when I hit the ground and them taking, with me, on, taking me away on a stretcher, you probably could have uncorked something.
3: So, you ever had an injury in playing football? <laughs> oh, please. in that you've never been injured playing football because you're so good that's right, okay, that's got right. It. Got it. all
0: my wide experience of football playing
3: <laughs> joe do you ever pretend
0: to be a football player i've I played some football here yeah. and there i've even played a little bit of ta-
1: nothing uh, in any kind of organized sport but i've yeah. you know gone out with friends and played some football and they've gone let's do
0: tackle have uh, yeah. played that's more have you played more football or blood bowl way
1: more blood bowl <laughs> yep. oh so much blood bowl man i want to get
0: back on blood bowl like where can we get it well,
1: there's a there's a video game now version of it, but it's not yeah, very that's good. Not but the like, uh, there blood bowl still. I think Games Workshop sold blood bowl to somebody else, and they're still selling it. So the internet will have it all. Okay. I still have like five teams painted up at home sweet. somewhere, but How I don't wow. know. I don't know where my fields are
0: anymore. I'm sure if you go to your favorite local game store, they will have it in stock. They Probably. don't. No. Really, no. Hmm. No. i am trying
2: to find that for a while.
3: No, no. Because oh, well, yeah, I play so Warhammer.
2: I play Warhammer, so I was trying
3: to get blood bowl. Oh, oh okay. Maybe you and Torn can be friends. <laughs> well, we'll be uh, <clears throat> I have some sport ish injuries I'd like to talk sport-ish. about. Sportish. Yeah. Yeah. Not sports injuries per se, but
0: sport ish. Somebody was drinking Gatorade while they got hit by a car.
3: Well, in nineteen seventy nine, John Bowen, a twenty year old, was attending a New York Jets football game in Shea Stadium during the halftime show. They featured remote control flying machines and a forty <laughs> a forty pound model plane shaped like a lawnmower. Oh what? what? Why was it shaped like a
0: lawnmower? No idea. <laughs> was it upside down and like the blades were the with the blades of the helicopter kind of a thing? I like, don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I I'd like to think it was a
3: right side up lawnmower that somehow was aerodynamic enough to get airborne. But it turns out it wasn't aerodynamic enough to stay airborne, because sure. it dove into the stands, struck Bowen in the head, <laughs> oh, where he died in the hospital four days later. Why are we talking about
2: this? Because this is that's the kind of thing we so talk about morbid. on Cossack Soda. <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's, I mean, you know
3: what? Let's just go. Let's just keep yeah, let's yeah. just keep it going. Uh, ironically, he already had a crew cut, so... Oh, oh that's in bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always in bad taste. Yeah, it's always. 1982. That's never good. Vladimir Smirnov was killed. During... <laughs> Vladimir Smirnov <laughs> sounds like a made-up name, doesn't it? It does. Uh-huh. Well, I'm like sure the they hear John guy.
1: Smith and they're like, "Oh, John Smith, that cannot be real. <laughs> <laughs> this is a
3: fake name
2: that you hear about in the movies." Like Vladimir Smirnov is the bad guy in every single. film. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, and he like kills people by making yeah. them drink vodka, something like that. Yeah. Vladimir Smirnov was killed during the World Fencing Championships. His opponent's blade broke and pierced his mask, passed through his eye orbit, and entered his brain. (sighs) Smirnov died nine days later. Oh, my God. Nine days. Mm. Uh, Are any of these guys going to make it out of this?
1: Oh, nobody gets out alive. Is someone going to live? Nobody gets out alive. We we have some terrible living stories,
2: too.
3: Some of them are way worse. (laughs) Sometimes the living is worse than the
0: dying. (laughs) Yes.
1: Precisely. (laughs) I
3: just think if the other guy was a better fencer, it wouldn't have taken him nine days to die.
0: Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Right. Curious. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah like uh, you know, when you got those uh, those uh, the pirate fights, right? You know, it doesn't take those guys nine days to die when someone no, gets cleaved because, in the head. Yeah, like, well. They
1: Not just in the stab movies. in the
0: chest and then. Oh, I, oh, I think I in real expire. life,
1: no, in real life, people they like in in old timey war, they would have the kids follow behind and just walk around stabbing people who weren't quite dead yet. That was the job <laughs> of kids nice. in like old medieval battles.
2: Paid well. <laughs> Did it? Did no. It well? That was a volunteer job. I would have done it for free.
3: <laughs> 2011. Work experience. Jose Luis Ochoa, 35, died after being stabbed in the leg at an illegal cockfight
0: in Tulare oh. County,
3: California.
2: Stabbed Jose a- Luis Ochoa would die at an illegal cockfight. Of course he would.
0: Stabbed by a Sounds bird. Sounds
2: right.
3: Stabbed in the leg by a bird that had a knife strapped to its own talon. Wow! Wow! (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. in illegal cockfighting, right. the, the purpose is one bird, two birds enter, one, one bird, bird leaves. Right. So they attach if, if knives to them. Yeah, they blades to their uh, to the backs of their legs, so they oh, can that's slash right. each other.
1: Nobody has an attention span anymore. They're like these fights are taking way too long. Too long. Start <laughs> giving blades. them big fucking <laughs> yeah.
3: knives yeah, on they, their legs. They, we can't let them just claw and beak each other to death. They we, need ed- a little, ed- we need to Edward
0: ed- Scissorhands these guys up a bit.
3: So here's the question. Here's the question. Was Jose Luis Ochoa... Uh, like carrying the bird into the ring oh. and it stabbed him and he croaked right there. And if so, did they stop the cockfight?
0: Well, he got stabbed in the leg. He got stabbed in the leg. Right. Yeah. Or
3: was this his bird and it was victorious and he was pulling it out of the ring to, like, you know, to do a victory lap and the bird was in a blood frenzy and stabbed his <laughs> owner in the I
1: think the bird saw him bet against him and oh. got that little look in its eye and was like. We're going to deal with that, and maneuvered yeah. <laughs> the fight over by that guy, and then jumped over and stabbed him in the leg. Got it. Yeah, after yeah. applying a deadly poison
2: to his blade, that's well, how they did the How die. long after did he die? Do we have that information?
3: Uh, I'm sure he, it was a bleeding out situation, because
1: right. if, if, it's if in you the leg,
2: die from a uh, you know, leg probably,
0: puncture... It, it probably got in the artery yeah, it, or something. Yeah, got, got him femoral. in the femoral artery, yeah. and
3: just like, you know,
0: it took him probably like five minutes.
3: What do you think, Torn? Was, uh, was he hostet, hoisted on his own bird-tard or what?
0: I want to say it, it happened while he was going in. Oh, yeah. He was like, I don't even know. And so then they continued the <laughs> cockfight
1: just... over his dead body. Yes, right.
0: Yeah. Like, sure, I'll fight that other bird, <laughs> but you're not going to enjoy this. Uh,
1: he died, uh, he was declared dead at hospital two hours after suffering two injuries. Two yeah. hours. So he so he just bled out. Yeah, accurate. He accurate, accurate shot from the bird. Yeah, yeah. He, he exsanguinated pretty quickly. That's he must good. have got that major artery that runs down there. That
2: bird's just... good. He should go into fencing. The fencer took nine days to die, getting stabbed in the eye. Yeah, this yeah. bird killed someone in two hours yeah. from the leg.
1: Either that, or he could become a flying
2: lawnmower. True. Mm. <laughs> Do you get extra points? He's more of a is he's a more efficient killing this? machine than both other things.
0: <laughs> Cockfights are they points based systems? No, no. I think it's when one is dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Like it's okay. how however, dead. however many takedowns. That's yeah. a takedown of takedowns, yeah. point right
3: but That's right. It's like college college wrestling. Is Pin what him. you're thinking? Pin him. C-
0: but in the overall, you know. <laughs> What do you call it? On um, the odds makers? Um, the, you have a bunch of fights. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like a your, season of fights. That's your mm-hmm. record. Yeah, uh-huh. do you get an extra, oh, we also killed his owner. So oh. he goes up one rank. Maybe, oh yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, you're asking: Does that kill count for stats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd well, say so. There's
3: no defeats in uh, in cockfighting because you're, you're, uh, you're undefeated yeah. until you. Every die. bird mm. is undefeated until they're not undefeated.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> like right. Gladiator. So
3: statistics are kind of uh, you know
0: kind of a moot point. Even, yeah. Even if you're slightly wounded, you're just dinner. Here's uh, a, yeah. Absolutely. Speaking
1: of dinner, I was just thinking: How much could you auction off a bird that has killed a man for for dinner? Like,
0: oh, yeah, right, we, we can't a, keep this pay a hefty price, exactly.
1: Right, to be the one who's <laughs> like, it's Yeah, this bird killed it. a guy, yeah. they had to destroy it, and yeah. I got I'm to eating. eat it. Ooh. Yeah. It's
0: like I'm eating
2: that guy. Oh, yeah, I'd wonder... have to use <laughs> a all bit. of them. I'd get some like that chicken liver out, right. fry yeah, yeah. it up oh, real yeah. nice, Absolutely. onions. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe make a pate. I don't know. I wonder
3: if
1: homicidal chicken chickens
3: taste different, tart. Yeah. yeah
1: the, the,
0: <laughs> bitter?
3: A little bitter? Yeah. yeah. The anger just makes them bitter.
1: But then again, maybe once they killed, the he killed the guy, he just went, ah, and it just total endorphins and pleasure from doing oh, it. and then Ooh. everything and just it
3: the race, Yeah,
1: He just tastes like Tenure. joy. Mm. The joy yeah. of murder. You know what it
3: becomes like? You can't... Uh, uh, um, you know, when wild animals, when humans have been feeding them, you, you can't like put them in populated areas. You, once the bird killed a man, you couldn't put him back in the ring because you'd you figure maybe oh. you'd go into the crowd and try and kill another man, right? You oh, know, I, you was, the, to, I like,
0: was thinking you can't put them back in the hen house or whatever or the cock house. But uh-huh. then he's like, hey, guys, we can totally kill everybody, kill these humans.
3: <laughs> I you just don't know. have to aim for the him. legs, it aim for the legs. Spot, yeah. And uh, we just got to keep going for that. I
2: mean, tell that to SeaWorld. I mean, they, they put them back in there all the time after killing people <laughs> mm-hmm. put him right back in the cage
0: <laughs> i have a food slash sports injury follow-up mm-hmm. not an injury that's death from june 2015 a man who used to portray florida state university mascot chief oskiola was killed <laughs> yeah. oh are you booing the chief you're booing florida state booing florida state okay mm. all right he was killed during an argument caleb halley who served as Chief oscula from 2004 to 2007, uh-huh. got into an argument with co-worker Orlando Thompson at Buddy's Seafood Market in Panama City Beach. Mm-hmm. The two men were reportedly arguing over the amount of spice to put in a gumbo recipe. <laughs> oh, Christ. okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <That's> important stuff. <laughs> That's absurd. Thompson grabbed a wooden board and hally a small wooden knife. Mm-hmm. Then Thompson got his own knife and slashed Hallie in the torso three times. Well, Hallie died two days later from the injuries while Thompson was arrested on charges of man's laughter.
1: Uh, man's laughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> Torrance thing. <laughs> it's right has, there, it says see? that right there. Right there man's man's laughter.
2: laughter. It does. <laughs> never know no. never gonna see it the same way, no, right? no. <laughs> yeah. we just talk about how manslaughter seems like the worst possible kind of thing but it's the but it's the milder one it's, right. the, it's the most mild form of murder yeah yeah you go first degree second degree manslaughter it does it, does. it was an accident manslaughter <laughs> slaughtering man yeah. like I just yeah. got into a car accident the other person died it's yeah, manslaughter
3: yeah. yeah it should be
2: like a little more first, first degree, degree it's just like scientific yeah it should just be like murder. incidental
0: death or something Ma- Right. Well, yeah and, when, and when you commit manslaughter is because you grabbed a guy you put him in your slaughter slaughterhouse like a pig. <laughs> yeah you that's put him on the hook degree. upside first down first degree should be called manslaughter <laughs> yeah.
3: you know what What that bird did to uh luis ochoa that, that's that's manslaughter. that's manslaughter. Yeah, absolutely because it was like you against an animal right
2: you man know I mean, that's
3: slaughter he's got slaughtered so
2: first degree should be manslaughter second degree should just be like You know, bitch, uh, you meant it, and then third
3: degree. (laughs)
2: It was just incidental. it's like uh, you know, a
3: man hacking or man pushing. Just you name it after the the mode of uh,
2: of killing. Just called an
1: oopsie death.
3: Yeah, oopsie,
2: oops, (laughs) didn't mean to. Although three, I mean, yeah, was he just defending himself? I guess is what we're saying with the Mm. with the with the torso slashing.
0: Now I have to assume that Chief Osceola is some kind of um, racist Native American. Uh, well, see how know. it's a. Oh, it yes, is pretty, yes, it, it's pretty. there's a picture. Yeah, you
3: can go to the website causticsodapodcast.com, com and check out this character, and it is a Caucasian man dressed as a Seminole Indian. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and they, they what they do is whenever they they score, then they ride around on a horse, right around the field, and like cheer, and then the crowd goes wild. Right. That's the uh, the the purpose of the character. Well, that's but, unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, I mean, guy didn't deserve to die. <laughs> no. Right, because he portrayed a, a seminal Indian or character. A little too much spice in the gumbo. How do you get that gig? How do you like? do, How do you gumbo that gig? gig? <laughs> yeah. When they come to you, because like, you got to pay rent. Be do it, Chief Osceola.
1: Like we're, what we're gonna skill- pay you. They pay you to be Chief Osceola. They will not pay you are to you be certain? Chief no, you Are, a, you, are a you are a student. Seriously, that guy's not paying. They'll pay you You're a football not tickets,
2: paid. probably. Oh, my God. They'll probably wow. give you a football ticket. You are not getting paid. Wow. They have to be a student, so it's yeah. not
3: happening. Yeah, oh, So the question then is, is like, do you need to have good horse riding skills? Because yeah. there's a horse involved? Yep. Right, absolutely. Yes. Do. Or do you need to kind of look native?
0: No. Because no, like, I don't I'm think I've no. no. ever... I don't think so you I don't
3: think they have ever had a native play the part. Probably.
2: Well...
0: Maybe you know a Maybe. fraction. Why would they want to? They will. They will do the
2: biggest <laughs> press release the day they get a native guy yeah. to I agree to do it. They'll be like, "Hey guys, it's not bad anymore." And yeah, that well, guy's gonna get is. the
0: dagger eyes from the rest. Yeah. Of-
3: well, in Florida State's defense, name of their team is the Florida State Seminoles, right? Which is like the actual name of a band. It's not Redskins, right? Or, you know, yeah, it's um, the actual, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, but we
1: don't name the like-
3: Florida State uh, smallpox blankets, right? That's bad. Right. You That's know? pretty bad. It's not any of those. I mean, it's just Florida State Seminoles, right?
0: Yeah. I'm waiting to hear from the actual Seminoles about their uh, yeah, how they feel about it. It's true. Can we get this? them on the line? Do we have them? <laughs> like we got
1: we got four white guys in this room talking about whether or not it's good or bad. It's not All our. All right, call. surprise! Hey, our our call. A little
3: bit. I am,
2: I am
1: Aboriginal. In fact,
2: actually. bring
3: in actual Chief of the Seminole. Indian J- chief So
1: am I. I'm a little Inuit, but yeah. you and I both have not enough we that nobody ever calls us on it. Thing. So then it doesn't count. I don't have enough in yeah. me to be able to be insulted by right. this
2: Florida state right. thing. Exactly. So it's not
1: my call. Like it's not, it's my, not call. I can't, my call. I can't, I can't
3: I can't do it. So Richard, one of the things we do like to ask our guests, we like yeah. to ask them if they have any phobias. You have any phobias? Mm, none none that, are, none
2: that are like uh, like a typical phobia. I don't like being bound. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like. It. I'm not claustrophobic, but I don't. If my arms can't move, right, right, mm-hmm. I can't do it. So bear hugs are out. No, I like that. That's fine. Okay. coming from the right person. From an actual from bear, that's fine.
1: <laughs> didn't you get tied up a lot on the 100? Because like, yeah, they but didn't I'm trust fine you. With that. I'm fine. Oh, okay, with that. That's fine.
2: On, honestly, literally everything on set, I'm fine with. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. just pretend. when they when
0: they tie you up, it's just oh, it's a little loose.
2: Well, Is I, I like no, a- I tell them to tighten it. they do it loose, and I'm like, I don't want to get out of this. Oh, because you want that fear. I want that. I did a movie. I did exactly. I did the movie. I did a movie two months ago where I was locked up in a cage for most of it, and they had them like the zap straps kind of loose. And I was like, No, get (laughs) them. I'm gonna use that. Just lock it. Method zap straps. Oh yeah. What about? uh... Yeah, no, I'm getting to that. I see what you're doing. I see. I see you're trying to get into a whole other topic here. You're trying to push it. Okay, yeah. Okay, everybody. I'm. I'm. I, I hate gills. 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 Cat's um, out of the
0: bag. I hate gills. Can't on do it. on fish or fish salamanders. Anything. Anything right.
2: with gills. I don't like it. I don't Creature like from the black it. lagoon. It's not that I'm. Yeah, don't like that either. I'm not afraid of them. I physically get ill right. looking at them. So you don't want to puke. I want to
3: puke right now. Just thinking about it.
2: And so how, how you early. eat sushi <clears> as long
0: as it doesn't come with a head.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love and sushi. How early do you remember this happening? Like, uh, was there ever a time where gills didn't cause you? Absolutely. It was really only a couple of years
2: ago where I thought about them. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> i just, just ruined <laughs> Gills, think about it. You're looking at like, I don't like it when they flap open. I don't like, a, a friend of mine discovered this the other night because I was telling her this. And then she realized, just like, you just, hold on. Like, what else do you not like? And I was like, I don't like.
0: What? Cupboards. <laughs> yeah,
2: she she discovered it. She's like, you just don't like flaps, oh. and I was like, you're right. I don't like. I don't like things. flaps. And, and that okay. tent
0: that looks like a fish, <laughs> no camping. That is the worst. That's not okay. What
3: about one of those fish shaped kites? That's fine. All right, okay. All I just right. don't like looking because it's looking right. in. Yeah. As soon as it <laughs> opens, I'm looking into their like <laughs> internal body. Yeah,
2: that's all. That shit's way too important to just be so readily available for my eyes as a human. I don't want that. Also, crab mouths. Right, crab mouths. Don't yeah, ever yeah. A, don't ever look at don't ever look crab in the mouth. They open that up, <laughs> you see everything in
3: there, and I I want to puke. I just I hate so it. It's don't a, look it up. <laughs> it don't make me see so it. It's, it's seafood related. It's uh, crabs and fish and whatnot. Like uh, if a if a grizzly bear reared up in front of you and roared and you looked right down its gullet, do you think you'd have the same reaction as a crab? mouth? No, because that's the thing. You look at someone
2: like uh, you'd be going. To, you can't see down its throat. All
0: right. What if a right, right. what if a bear. Were, Rears up in front of you and roars, and then you see he's got a crab mouth. <laughs> that would be the scariest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I've ever I think seen. that would be the same. That for would me be as pretty well. horrifying. Yeah.
3: yeah, I wouldn't like to see that. Do to do a, a, uh, 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 what would you call it? A, a crare? No, uh, a, a bab. A brab. A brab? Oh, yeah, a bear then. crab. Oh, yeah, the brabs. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think bear crabs a bear is cab. probably. We'll just call, call it a bear crab.
3: Yeah. Grizzly brab.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, po- the polar brabs. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh. Richard,
3: you would hate to have been on this fishing boat. A I'm group sure. of Tasmanian fishermen believe they have caught the biggest swordfish ever hooked in Australian waters by amateurs. Okay. It words. took six hours for 16-year-old Kyle Longmore to reel in the 263-kilogram oh, broadbill swordfish. We have a photo of this. Ooh. This That's is a very uh, tiny photo, though. Uh, uh, well, okay. I' click so. into that? Get a big So, yeah, you can definitely go to uh, the website, causticsodapodcast.com, That's and check this out. Incredible. Skipper Leo Miller said it was a grueling battle. Coyle was very physically exhausted, but you've got to concentrate extremely hard for six hours in the sun and only get a little bit to eat and drink as people feed it to you while you're fighting. And these fish, they don't call them gladiators of the ocean for nothing. <laughs>
1: I'm not like, think it's only because they have. Or something? Or something? Is it because of that? the sword thing? Is yeah. it the sword reference? Is that why? And, oh, the, and the fight, like, yeah, sword, sword fighting them. Is that it? Swordfish is like a whole. Like he said, six hours, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even when they're not that big, you're doing a whole fight back and forth to tire Absolutely. them out and get them in the boat. Yeah. Marlins and tunas and whatnot. Uh, we talked about swordfish in our
3: fearsome fish episode. Yes. If you Want to go back and check that one out. And uh, in those regards, we usually talked about them uh, spearing somebody. Yeah. Um. um but yeah, this one has a happy ending. Oh. We didn't think the fish was all that big at first, but then it came up and jumped and we knew it was a fair size because we got a pretty good look at it and continued to jump for about three hours. It jumped 23 times and we gradually just got it closer and closer. And they were in the middle of a fishing competition, which they won. Course, yeah, no kidding. Clearly. Imagine if they didn't. I know. We, we broke our record. <laughs> yeah, they landed a 263 pound. Uh, yeah, we weren't sword sword accepting
2: swordfish. <laughs> this. <laughs> this competition, <laughs> I hate to tell you,
3: that was not one of the qualifying <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's trout
0: or nothing. Yeah, this we won a tilapia or bust. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The second biggest fish, <laughs> as long as my arm.
2: First one who won was like a 10 pound <laughs> trout. And that was it. Would you ever enter a fishing competition? I'm not good at fishing. I mean, I'd love, I love fishing. It's yeah. fun and to hang out and just until chill, it comes out of the water, though. <laughs> and you have to look. That's at the, gills. the thing. I'm okay. I can be around a fish. I just, yeah. I avoid it. I'm just like, nah, I don't there need to look it right into yeah. the gills. It's just if you make me look into the gills, that's what's going to freak me out. Mm-kay. So you're
3: probably not going to own an aquarium
2: anytime
1: soon. No, I'd for sure own mm-hmm. an aquarium. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe one with like a uh, non fish in it. What you about it? a cuttlefish? I love cuttlefish. That'd be awesome. Yeah good thing about
2: cuttlefish is when they blend into things, you can't really even see their gills. That's true. I'm going to call attention what I'm looking at on the screen right now, which is uh, <laughs> that fish one? slash slavery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm very excited to get
0: to this <laughs> well, topic. Let's, let's do that right now. Miet <clears throat> Neng is a thin, soft-spoken man with the wiry strength of someone who has worked hard all his life. Uh-huh. In 1990, his father drowned while fishing, leaving him as the man in charge of the family at 15 years old. Rough. Mm-hmm. It was difficult for him to earn enough to keep his family from abject poverty, so when a broker visited to offer a job in Thailand and offered $300 for just a few months of work, enough for some families to survive on for a year, he agreed to go. Thailand earns $7 billion a year from a seafood industry that runs on labor from the poorest parts of the country, along with Cambodia, Laos, and especially Myanmar, otherwise known as Burma. Up to 200,000 estimated migrants, most of them illegal, work at sea. Their catch ends up halfway around the globe in the United States, Europe, and Japan on dinner tables and in cat food bowls. Mm. Mm -hmm. Were you you
3: yumming for cat food for yourself or for your cat? Both. Oh, wow. You guys like to eat at the same table? We're good at sharing. Okay, great. I didn't Also, think Torn is, to
1: Torn's going to eat his cat once it dies, so he's fattening it up. <laughs> or, up to or Torn's cat is going to eat him once he dies. <laughs> well, that's the deal that they have got together. That's right. Whoever that's goes first gets that, to be eaten by the other
2: one. That's the quid pro quo. Put them both in the ring. Let's just attach a knife oh, to the cat's foot and see what happens. Oh, your we cat would don't kill you call you so him the
0: gladiator of the living room for nothing. <laughs> yeah. As overfishing decimates stocks near Thailand's shores, trawlers venture farther into more plentiful foreign waters. Mm -hmm. The dangerous work keeps men at sea for months or even years with fake Thai identity documents trapped aboard. Mm -hmm. Okay. After easily skirting police at the Thai border and being held in a small shed with little food for more than a month, Mient was put on a boat. The men were at sea for 15 days and finally docked in the far eastern corner of Indonesia. The captain shouted that everybody on board now belonged to him. Using words mint would never forget. You Burmese are never going home. You were sold and no one is ever coming to rescue you. Ah. Uh, ah. I don't like it. Uh,
3: this is the villain in our... Oh, what kind of character... What what kind of animal would he be in SpongeBob SquarePants? The uh, Thai, Thai, Thai captain Ooh. who has now taken the Burmese slaves. Is he a grouper? A oh. fish? Again. <laughs> 'Cause he groups people. That's right. Right? That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Or maybe like a... maybe he's an octopus. You know, he's got all those arms. Yeah, it's mm. great. Mm. Keep yeah. every the, mm. suction, the, the suction. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes away.
0: sense. Uh-huh. I buy it. Uh huh. was panicked and confused. As you would be. <laughs> he uh-huh. thought he would be fishing in Thai waters for only a few months. Instead, the boys were taken to an Indonesian island of Tual in the Arafura Sea, one of the world's richest fishing grounds, stocked mm. with tuna, mackerel, squid, and shrimp. Mm. Mient spent weeks at a time in the ocean open, living only on rice and the parts of the catch no one else would eat. During the busiest times, the men worked up to 24 hours a day. He was paid $10 a month, and sometimes not at all. Ah, see. Anyone... And
3: probably they had to pay $10 a month in rent on that's their, right. in their
0: hovel on the boat.
3: Or for the scraps. Yeah. For food scraps. Oh, that's $9.99 a
0: month. <laughs> you have a penny. Yeah, next month you don't get paid, so you owe me. Anyone who took a break or fell ill was beaten. Yeah, that's... they were rat. They were whipped with toxic stingray tails. That's oh! what I'm talking about. See, that's weird.
3: Oh, that's Oh,
0: Effective. Wow. I guess you don't
3: have to weave. A, you don't have to find leather for a bullet that way. God, yeah. you catch a sting. Okay, so they're out fishing. Yeah, I mean this, it's very easy to. to dissect how this happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Throughout fishing, they throw a big trawler net out. Mm -hmm. Stingrays get caught up in it. They're no good for selling. So you cut their tails off to
0: whip people with. Oh, guys, we ran out of whips. Hey, here's some stingrays. Mm -hmm. How about, uh,
3: do you think they like pickle them, preserve them so that they can, or is it an opportunistic thing? You know you're going to get, you're pulling in the net. You see a stingray, you're like, oh, here come the stingray whips. You know
1: what they're doing. They're in the world's richest fishing grounds. There's toxic uh, stingray tails everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They're
0: taking their whips that they, They're regular industrial whips, yeah, and they're saying, oh, I'm going to tie this stingray to the end of my whip, make a super whip.
3: I'm going to ray it up.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ray a whip. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's distinctly possible. Also shocked with tasers for when the whips aren't working. (laughs) Oh, or they should be whipping them with electric eels.
3: Oh, yeah. they got to put those together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the taser that shoots out electric eels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and locked in a cage for attempting to flee. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Why them- would they attempt to flee? It sounds like such a wonderful life. Sometimes, the men said, the bodies of those who died were stashed in the ship's freezer alongside the fish. Wow. Oh, S- what if they actually sent. With the
1: fishes. <laughs> oh, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What
0: if they sent the wrong thing to market? Oh, yeah. <laughs> ooh, whoops.
1: <laughs> ooh, the, could, ooh, the man it all fish. gets ground up in a cat food anyway.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah nice. was, oh, what is it, it a mermaid? Mm. The mermaids are real. <laughs> Workers on some boats were killed for slowing down or trying to jump ship, while others flung themselves overboard as their only escape. Mm. Mm. After three years, he had had enough. Penniless and homesick, he went into the office and asked to be sent home. His request was answered by a helmet cracking his skull, Mm. and he had to hold the wound closed with his bare hands. That was the first time he ran away. Mm. On islands scattered throughout Indonesia's Maluku chain, also known as the Spice Islands, mm, thousands (laughs) of migrant fishermen who have escaped or been abandoned by their captains quietly hide out in the jungle. Oh, man. (laughs) Jungle and, hiding. Yeah. This is the, like the island of the, Dr. Moreau? Is the lost, basically. <laughs> oh, right. oh, good. This is where they got the plot from Lost? Maybe. An Indonesian family took mercy on Mint until he healed and then offered him food and shelter in exchange for work on their farm. All right. Well, that sounds like a good, that sounds like a better deal than the ships. At least you're not getting whipped with,
3: with uh, stingray tails. He, I mean, what's the worst they can whip you with on a farm? Like a shaft of wheat.
0: With a chicken attached to it. Oh,
4: <laughs> oh with, with knives with yeah. Knives on his legs. legs. Damn it. Yeah.
0: Uh, for five years, he lived this simple life and learned to speak the Indonesian language. And he was paid $10 a month and sometimes nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not true. In 2001, Mient n- heard one captain was offering to take fishermen back to Myanmar if they agreed to work. Yeah. So eight years after he first arrived, he returned to the sea. Right away, he knew he'd fallen into the same trap again.
2: Uh, oh, no. Damn it.
0: The work and conditions were just as appalling as the first time. And the money still didn't come. If Uh anything, the slavery was getting worse. Thailand was rapidly becoming one of the world's biggest seafood exporters and needed more cheap labor. Well, there's nothing more cheap than free. Brokers deceived, coerced, and sometimes even drugged or kidnapped migrant workers. Mm -hmm. After nine months on the water, Mient's captain broke his promise and told the crew he was abandoning them to go back to Thailand alone. So Mient threw himself on the ground, roped his arms around the captain's legs to beg for freedom. The TIE skipper barked loud enough for all to hear that Mint would be killed for trying to abandon ship and chained, and chained his arms and legs to the deck. Uh. Mint was left for three days in the sun and three nights in the rain without food or water. He wondered how he would be killed. Would they throw his body overboard to wash up on shore? Would they shoot him? Or would they simply bash his head open? Mint managed to fashion a small piece of metal into a makeshift pick and spent hours trying to unlatch the lock. That's crafty. Finally, he succeeded. Oh, what? And the shackles slid off. Well, hold on a second.
3: Hold on a second. So, does anybody around this table feel like that if you were chained to a deck with shackles on, that you could fashion a random piece of metal into a pick and actually succeed in picking yourself free?
0: No, I'd have to use my own bone. Oh, which one? (laughs) I'd have, to, I'd have to smash my hand right to uh-huh. get a, a fine enough bone oh, right right mm-hmm. and then smash that bone to get it sharp right and then use the other hand oh to... uh,
3: okay oh. richard you must have picked a lock on a movie set at one point in time or another uh,
0: like probably the character
2: might have yeah yeah, yeah probably dozens right <laughs> so, friend of mine can pick locks oh yeah yeah you can mm-hmm. pick locks on un- locks
3: did you feel Maybe, like, like you could have done is your friend harry houdini
2: no, he's them? just a really interesting cat.
3: Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> real, real cool dude. He
2: just like yeah, He's one of those guys that anything that you bring up, he knows better than you. Oh, um, yeah,
3: okay. And can well, prove okay. it. I trust that that guy could get himself free. See, that guy is... would never have fallen into this. He's the captain in this <laughs> oh, situation. No,
1: okay, he's, right. got, he's got right. the workers. That's right. You would pick the lock
3: <laughs> and he would go, and respect him.
1: There was a second lock.
3: Yeah. I would have tried to pick the lock with a stingray
0: tail. <clears throat> Oh yes, ah, just sting it open. Just sting it open. Yeah, it open, yeah <laughs> precisely. But until the lock relents, right? Mint dove into the black water and swam to shore. Mm-hmm. Mint hid mm-hmm. alone in a bamboo shack in the jungle. But just three years later, just oh, oh, just, just three always. years just later, just later, he fell ill with what appeared to be a stroke. Oh, nice. He spent eight more years in the dunk jungle. What? <laughs> what? <No! laughs> He couldn't go to the police or local officials, afraid they might hand him back to the captains for a fee. Oh, yeah, of course. In 2011, Mient moved to the island of Dobo, where he and two other runaway slaves farmed chilies, eggplant, peas, and beans, until the police arrested one in the market and put him back on a boat. No. The man later fell sick at sea and died.
3: Ah, now we
0: know why you can't go to the police. In April 2015, an AP report linking slavery in the seafood industry to some of the biggest American grocery stores and pet food companies had spurred the Indonesian government to start rescuing slaves on the islands. More than 800 have been found and repatriated. When the officials came to Dobo, Mint went with them. After 22 years in Indonesia, Mint was finally sent home.
3: God uh,
1: crazy.
3: What a harrowing,
0: harrowing...
1: <laughs> 22 years of slavery.
3: I love that after only 8 more years in the jungle...
1: Or, oh, yeah, right. that's true.
3: He's still probably, what,
2: like only 37? Because he was 15. Because he was 15, right? I feel yeah. like. Well, no,
3: he was 15 when his dad died. He was 18 when he went to sea. So 40. Yeah. For me, the worst. Still word's got a lot of time in
0: front of him. Absolutely. X amount of time in the jungle, X equals like three and a half hours. <laughs> that's only three and a half hours. Well, but then anything after about? that is like too many
3: hours. There are some jungles that are worse than other jungles, aren't there? I imagine the Indonesian jungles are a little bit.
0: uh Testy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I, I feel the... like the Amazonian jungle
0: is the worst. You, I'd die in, within five hours. The <laughs> jungles bad. with the flying insects in it.
3: Uh, ah, yeah. the oh, ones the... That, that like to lay eggs in your skin. Yes, yeah, that's uh, those that, jungles. That, that's in the Amazon for sure. Yeah. I know yes. that's in the Amazon. That is dark.
4: This guy's strong and distant. That guy's kind and meek Each reminds me of a version of myself I want to be the school's abuzz with gossip, it's been going on all week But that's not the decision that the world awaits from me Alien forces are approaching The war has been declared, and I don't know why But I'm the chosen one, and I am scared I'm a little worried that my friends don't seem to care You'd think they'd cancel classes so we all could get prepared And it seems a little weird that you're all talking about guys when people all around us are fighting for their lives. They need a hero, who's going to fight. They need the weapons, they need food and light. I wish that I could deal with that new friend request that's pending. But now isn't the time. Can't you see the world is ending? start on Monday and the spies have found our place. I know you disagree, but I'd rather save the world than just save face. Lasers hit the bunker, and droids surround the base. Do you really still believe that failing math class is the worst case? So you and Kate are shopping for new dresses for the prom, but I'll probably take a rain check while I try to stop the bomb. They need the weapons They need food and flight I wish that I could talk about The hashtags that are trending But now isn't the time Can't you see the world is ending? future of hamster dance. They need a hero who's going to fight. They need the weapons. They need food and light. I'd like to whine about the things that YouTube's recommending, but now isn't See
3: the world is ending. So, Richard, one of the things we also like to ask our guests if if they've ever had a uh, a death-defying experience. Um yeah, nothing as far as like
2: I, that I was really kind of knocking on death's door. Uh, there you didn't was... crash a stock car. Never happened. Which,
3: uh, never happened. You never got stabbed in the leg by a uh, by a uh, at a cockfighting match.
2: No, I would right. love that if that rumor started. Though, <laughs> <laughs> like Richard Harmon's just out there running the gambit at these cockfighting. <laughs> <rings>. <laughs> Occasionally getting him. cut. You However, speaking time. of cockfighting, mm-hmm. me and my best friend David, every whenever we're like hanging out, we always have a tough time figuring out what we're going to do yeah. when we're hanging out. So it's like, well, okay, so let's make a list. Where this goes. So we make a list every every single time, and it, some it's just like oh, we can go see a movie, we'll go to the night market, we'll do, like go to the casino, maybe we'll gamble tonight. Who knows? Yeah, right. uh, but there's always one that's always been around.
3: Mm-hmm. That you've never checked off.
2: We've never checked off, and it's our favorite one. Uh And we always bring it up. You're like, well, this is always on the table. It's Hamster Fight Club.
0: Hamster, hamster Fight, fight club? club? The
2: thing with Hamster Fight Club is different than, now, than regular you fight club. Are supposed to be is, talking about you, this right that's now? That's <laughs> the first rule is you tell everyone oh, okay. about I see, Hamster I like Fight it. Club. Why would you hide this
3: from people? <laughs> no, absolutely. Open up the uh, open the world up to We them. already
2: know what we're going to do. Like you buy. Here's what it takes. You buy like four hamsters. Uh-huh. Put two of them. Those are your fighters. You're going to put them both in cages. Black out the cages. Like They don't see things. <laughs> You're starving him for about a week, right? I'm feeling
3: this. This story is going to end with uh, Richard making a donation to the SPCA.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to
3: say like Pete is coming after him for sure. Uh-huh. But then you take the other
2: ones, and then slowly you so you kill one of the other hamsters, right? Okay. Okay. This is get you wanted
1: me to get dark. It's okay. getting okay. real do it.
2: dark. Absolutely, darken it up. <clears throat> uh, how do you kill it? You just, you just, i mean, uh, club it or something. I okay, mean, whatever you want. Humanely, pick,
1: pick it by yeah. the tail and smack it against yeah. the ground. Uh, it'll uh, die. Absolutely, whip, whip it with a uh, stingray Scorp- tail. Yeah,
2: and oh. then you're gonna feed that hamster oh. to uh-huh. the to the other two to give them
1: a taste for it. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: as they're starving, so it's just so they got a taste for them. Mm. Are, are, are you light. worried that all they're right. gonna get mad hamster disease? <laughs> Not at all. That would, that would be Hoping. better. Hoping right. is the better thing. <laughs> Then eventually, you see, it's like a two-week thing, Uh because eventually you put them in the cage together, break off two little tiny sticks, and then have the (laughs) the other hamster that's allowed to be on the outside of the cage, so they know that reward if they win. okay, all right. And that's Hamster Fight Club. All right. Is
0: there a way that you can give them, like, little jousting um, things and tie them to guinea pigs?
1: Oh, that sounds oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. I want you to build uh, a gamester tr- of Triskelian, uh fighting arena like on the old Star Trek series and uh-huh. play that.
3: Yeah, that's what I want. I want <laughs> see hamsters doing well, that. There's a soundtrack. There's obviously now you know what the soundtrack to the Hamster Fight there Club you go. is. For sure. Yeah. You know, rodents, as we discussed in our rats episode, rodents are naturally cannibalistic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Like, they, in a pinch, they will eat each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. Yeah, they without, will. Without, uh, um, you know, without batting an eye, you know. So, you know, I, I don't think this is entirely, but it, I, I feel like... The amount of planning and organization required is really what's kept it from getting checked off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because. That's we, the thing, because every time we're like, well,
2: we want to do it tonight. Yes, exactly. But yeah, yeah. we know exactly. that it's
3: about a two week process
2: yeah, right. to get really the bloodthirstiness going. Yeah. And just right. To have yeah. them understand their situation.
1: You're going to need to farm this workout to some Much Burmese like slaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. It's very similar.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, I own you now. You're not uh, leaving. Well, that's I'm just right. saying
1: get some slaves and get them to raise the hamsters Maybe for we you. Get mm-hmm. some slaves. Mm hmm. Yeah, or maybe you just put the four hamsters
3: in a cage, you start playing that Star Trek music, and let nature take its course. It'll,
1: it'll just happen in and its mean, own. I mean, no matter what happens, it'll be great for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just come out and cuddle in the middle, and people yeah. will love it. But death-defying.
3: Death-defying, right. sorry, yeah. Uh,
2: one time I had really bad pneumonia when I was like mm. 13, 14. Mm. All right, so
3: it, I've never had pneumonia. It's At least bad. I don't think so. It's right. bad. But uh, my my impression of pneumonia... Because because you forgot your mittens. If Hollywood has taught me anything, yeah. if Hollywood's taught me anything, and I think it has. <laughs> Probably a few things. Uh, pneumonia is you get real sweaty, and you you, can you happen, go, and then everyone stands around the foot of your bed, and is like, I don't it's, think he's gonna it, make it. He's not gonna make it, right? Is that what your experience was like? That was p- 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 that's exactly it. Right, right, right. Pneumonia,
2: I think more uh, literally. I'm pretty sure it's just it's liquid in the in lungs. The lungs. Right. Yeah. 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 What it is, yeah. Mm. And that wasn't fun. And usually, was it, it Usually, it piggyback. <laughs> it was. I breathed it, actually- <laughs> it. piggybacks off other things a lot of the time. So I had strep throat and pneumonia oh. at the same time. Oh, and then what happened was I ended up having a 104 degree fever one night. Whoa. And my parents came into my. I just remember waking. up up with my parents over me and i was like having a seizure i was shaking uncontrollably wow. so they rushed me off to the er yeah. i hadn't drank in like four days right. i mean like like just i was 13 14. i'm not talking about alcohol i'm just talking right. about yeah them. yeah yeah <laughs> like water I couldn't, I couldn't swallow anything i couldn't right. i just couldn't get it down
3: oh I, I couldn't, care even, I couldn't even
2: swallow it was so painful i just had to mm. spit in a bucket yeah i don't care for strep throat at all I so i was that. so oh, dehydrated yeah. i was so uncomfortable and I, we went to the er they put me on, you know, like drip and felt great. Uh, and then in the morning I got all better because of root beer. Because like, of root like, beer. You, like, they put me on like all these kind of steroids root beer and things. <laughs> well, I was just like, do you want it? They're like, do you want anything? Can you, do you to try to drink something? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Go to the vending machine. Like, what do they have? They're like, they have blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, root beer. I'll have a root beer. I haven't had root beer in a while. Yeah. Uh, I'm 13. I yeah. want it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nowadays, I'd be like, give me water.
0: Just, give, <laughs> just go get me
2: water. But I chugged the root beer yeah. one go, and then right. I was like, go get me a 12-pack. And they got me a 12-pack of root beer, and I crushed the entire thing. <laughs> wow. And I felt better after
3: that. I oh, was wow. good. Uh, the, the medicinal the, the mimo- properties the of The pneumonia was gone the next day. So you heard it first here, soda jerks. Root beer cures pneumonia. <laughs> pop, you had a pound of 12-pack. Yeah. yeah, skull of 12-pack. Oh, yeah. Well, your story reminds me of our freezing episode. So I went back through the comments section on com, found a few comments from some of our listeners about our freezing episode. Toto said, Oh, it would make me so happy if our user, if our friend Toto, who posts on our comments board, is in fact the band Toto.
0: Well, I assume it is. It's the only
3: assumption we can make. Yeah. Uh, They said, in pop culture. Oh, what, what does Toto sound like? Do I have to sing it? No, I don't want to sing
1: it, Yeah, you got to sing it in like a soft rock kind of, you know. In pop culture, you could
0: watch the 1988 documentary Man Behind the Sun. (laughs) Like that. Which has some gut-wrenching, eye-bleaching scenes of victims of of the Japanese Japanese Unit 731.
1: 731. What is that? That rhymes with
3: sun. Uh, We talked about Japanese (laughs) Unit 731 in our uh, fleas episode. It was a secret uh, unit in which they did medical experiments on POW,
0: Yeah, Um, nasty. They experimented. (laughs) Like top ten nasty business of the human race. Uh, The Japanese
2: uh, must be a kind people.
3: uh, Not during World War II. Guess not. Uh, Japanese unit 731 would take uh, POWs, freeze their arms, then strip the skin back to the bone or smash them to see what extreme freezing effect would have on the human body. And then Toto ends his comment with, or perhaps better not to watch it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right but uh men so, behind the sun 1988's men behind the sun uh that we have a user named him again oh, oh god
0: he, that guy yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about uh the movie Snowpiercer, where those who yep, oppose the trains happens. and forces are subjected to an unlikely form of corporal punishment. Their limbs are pushed outside of the train carriage in which they live and into the global ice age raging outside, yep. and a little clock is run. They are pulled back in once frozen, sufficiently solid, and the limb is promptly shattered with a sledgehammer. Yes. I did like that scene. I like this whole movie, but uh, I like had scene. my issues. You have oh, any issues, yeah. with, the with, issues with the film or with that scene? I with the film,
2: yeah. I thought it was really cool, but then there were some other things I wasn't... What didn't you care for? What
3: was the number one
2: thing I mean, you yeah, did I'd not have care to for... rewatch. What was a couple it, the months. ending?
3: It's, the ending I didn't like. Yeah. 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 A lot of people have a problem, problem with the ending.
0: Two. Frozen arm smashings in a row. I thought I, I <laughs>
1: thought I was like, what? The, this is one worked, in real life uh, and
3: one in, in fiction. So it was yeah. just too perfect for me not to not Ooh. to bring it up.
1: Uh, I've got another follow up from freezing as well. Oh, okay. The world's youngest cryogenic subject. Oh. Now we talked about cryogenics, which is uh, uh-huh.
3: trying to freeze. And yourself. that's where people just ball their eyes out until they feel better until <laughs> disease. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a cryo baby. <laughs> and then they come back to life. They cry until they come back from the Well, dead. that's the hope. But yeah. as
1: we discussed in our freezing episode, cryogenics really doesn't work. There's way too many things to overcome for it. But uh, I've got a story from Thailand here.
3: Yeah, our, our uh, uh, Katie, our guest expert on that episode, it was all about ice crystals. Mm-hmm. You couldn't freeze people fast enough to keep the crystals from, from forming destroying and tissue. destroying the tissue. Yeah, yeah it yeah. just
1: gets in and the crystals pierce everything. So she and, was uh, skeptical. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, there's there's no evidence it can work right now. There's, right? We have no science that can overcome it. A little Thai girl named Eins, whose formal name is Naovart Pong mm-hmm. died from an aggressive strain of brain cancer in early January 2015. Oh. She was nearly three years old. Hmm. Her okay. parents decided that Eins would become the youngest human to undergo chronic preservation. Eins's mm-hmm. body has been cremated, and all that remains is her head. Which is now filled with medical grade antifreeze and stored in a vault in Arizona. Why
0: in Arizona? What?
1: In Arizona. Why? Yeah,
3: that's that's cryogenics. Because what they think is is that when they. Uh, uh when in technology the future, has progressed enough, you can bring these people back and you've stored their brains so you can download their brain into a new body. That's too much power, guys. We can't... have
0: that. We, Well, it we hasn't also, happened yet. Destroy this don't... girl's head immediately.
2: <laughs> we'll My see, apologies to Eines. It's a tragedy. It, but at it the is. same token, you're, you're you're gone, you're gone. Yeah. Well, let's, just, let's just call it a day.
1: We believe <laughs> death can be overcome in the future, says Saturn, the girl's 41-year-old father. Human beings are seeing technology increasing exponentially. It just doubles, doubles, doubles. If our computer systems proceed like this, they'll double their abilities minute by minute, that would allow us to solve the world's biggest problems. Um, yeah, it's not minute by minute. Uh, it's I, every, I, yeah. so. Both Saturn and his wife, Nerirat, hold doctorates in electronics engineering and both share the view that mortality is a problem science can fix. Right? Yeah, well, electronics engineering, you need to go research some biology. Right.
2: right. Even if we did fix the problem of mortality, which is not a problem, if you ask me. It's, <laughs> it's <literally>. it's a, <laughs> some listen, three-year-olds deserve to die. Don't fear the reaper, okay? <laughs> don't fear the reaper. See? Seasons down and it's all, it's, everything's oh. cyclical. See, we would be stupid to believe that we are the only thing on this planet that we've ever known that isn't a cycle. Well, mm-hmm. that death would just be it doesn't make much sense to me because literally everything else in this world
3: is a cycle. See what I find interesting when you said that you didn't think death was mortality was a problem. I just thought he meant that there's a lot of people you don't like in the world and you're kind of waiting for, <laughs> yeah. a, oh, yeah, yeah, waiting I, for a few
0: to check I, out. Why'd you look at me like that? Three year old A little side glance at you. <laughs>
1: Three year old died. Why would you care? Yeah. That faith compelled the grieving engineers to construct a capsule in the family's own factory that would regulate their recently deceased daughter's body temperature during the long shipment to the U.S. Oh. There are no cryonic facilities in Asia. Because they're not I'm weird just, and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I Well, they are. They've got their own thing. Right? They've got right. tentacle porn and yeah. dirty panty and, vending and machines. And all sorts and... of Chinese traditional medicine. <laughs> I take my statement back. murdering <laughs> animals. Uh-huh. Ainz was collected by the U.S.-based Alcor Life Extension Foundation, who we talked about during our freezing episode, mm-hmm. the world's largest cryonics operation. Their nonprofit foundation charges $80,000 to mm-hmm. neuropreserve a human's brain. Yeah. That's Ainz, heavily air-quoted. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Ainz is the foundation's 134th, also air-quoted, patient. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. In Alcor's view, she is not dead, per se, if indeed cryonics patients are recoverable in the future, then clearly they were never really
0: dead in the first place. Ah, yeah.
3: that
1: is a kind of circular logic. Isn't uh, it well, any any <laughs>
0: sentence that starts out with the word if <laughs> could really go anywhere. Could really go anywhere.
3: If dot dot dot.
2: I like that. If movie. this happens, we have a
1: fact on our hands,
2: boys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes.
1: Eines <laughs> began as an embryo frozen in a lab one year before her actual birth. Hmm? Her mother oh. has a medical condition that prevented her from carrying a child. Eines uh, oh. was bo- birthed by a surrogate. Oh, so maybe this is like like this is the completing
0: of the circle kind yeah. of thing. And, oh, yeah. I kind of yeah. feel like you know this is the beginning of a, of another Modok.
3: Oh. Oh. Oh, you're going with a comic book origin story? Yeah, I like exactly. The way this is she's
0: she's going to be like, did you say headed? <laughs> i did i didn't mean to but i did she's like the <laughs> next uh she's like a cross between modok and like uh, dr freeze Mr. oh freeze. yeah so oh, you
3: okay. think this
1: is part of marvel's plan to increase the gender diversity of their character stable yes sure we're gonna go with a female modok by proving it be done in real in the real world yeah yeah okay
0: mobile organism designed only for cryonics with oh K. yeah Yeah. okay
1: Yes. <laughs> being frozen in the lab was her first chronic phase Sahatorn says she was an IVF baby just think about IVF if you told someone about that 100 years ago they'd think you were crazy still
2: think you're crazy uh, <laughs> Well, still yeah. a little loopy look
1: just because we figured some things out doesn't mean and therefore we'll figure we everything, everything out,
0: out. It's, humans yeah. will never figure everything well, out well on the other hand it. nobody's I mean you might as well freeze this girl's brain
3: It's yeah for $80,000 if they got the money. It's if, their choice. It's right. their money to waste. Yeah. Well, that's not even counting the, uh, the 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 capsule that they built in their factory.
0: Right. Like, I know, right. who
3: knows how much that cost? That's I mean, probably even eighty thousand dollars right there.
0: Even if she never becomes uh, alive again, mm-hmm. in the way that we understand it. Yeah. Perhaps there's something in her brain that future scientists can use for some reason. Okay. Modoc wise, Modoc wise. Yeah, okay, Modoc
1: wise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Roughly 300 people are chronically preserved at various facilities. More than 1,000 have made post-death cryonic arrangements. Yep. But Eines is the only one who was too young to offer verbal consent. Mm. Mm. Eines' family says her good spirits throughout dozens of painful operations indicated a fierce will to live. Uh-huh. She endured 12 surgeries and 40 chemotherapy and radiotherapy yes! sessions. A three. Yet often emerged smiling. Yeah. Oh, well, That was too much. Yeah. We reached the end of our human limitations to help her, Sahatorm says. We felt that as her mother and father, we had to give her another chance. If we didn't, we'd feel conflicted.
0: Okay. But she can't, she's too early to give consent to right. anything.
1: Th- that's true. I mean, when you're so, under
0: three years old, once yeah. you die. Huh? Buried in the ground, burn her, yeah, put it doesn't her head her. in a big, giant ice block, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I kind of agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. My generation has seen Star Wars and even movies like Alien with people preserved for more than 100 years as they travel to new solar systems. Oh, That's can... one of my inspirations, Sathorn He lives
3: by if Hollywood has taught me anything. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> <That's right. Yeah. laughs> my
1: catchphrase is changing people's worldviews. Come on, they freeze people in the future in movies. Yeah, why can't we do it now in reality? But we also have a big family that holds science contests. We've com- we've competed to freeze flies and bring them back to life. You can okay. freeze them for twenty minutes until they stop moving, as if dead, and bring them back to life. We've also done this with goldfish. Okay, flies and goldfish are not people, and okay. also it's not freezing. You've yep. slowed them down. Yes, they don't actually hit zero degrees all the way through their or body or eighty degrees below yeah. zero. No, it doesn't have
3: Uh Not only that, he again he threw out if Hollywood taught me anything because Holly was taught me anything. Don't like, take flies and humans and start experimenting on them together because nothing good will come of that. I want to see how boring the mutant goldfish movie yeah. was. He's very selective about his if right. Hollywood has taught me right.
1: anything. That's right. Two Alcor representatives, one a retired neurosurgeon, were on standby to perform a field cryoprotection, mm-hmm. which involved lowering her body temperature to around 80 degrees below zero. Inza's head was not separated from her body until it reached the foundation's facilities in Arizona. Oh, nice. So they chip the whole body and then just cut the head off, They
3: gu- guillotine there or something. Like, I suppose. You know, oh, you got to have cigar, one of these at a the Cranix facility. Right? A cigar, uh, you know, a little cigar yeah. snipper. The
1: human-sized a one. human-sized <laughs> cigar <laughs> snipper. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 uh, this one's way too big for this baby. Get the smaller one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Transporting corpses is somewhat common. Ferrying severed heads tends to draw suspicion from customs agents. <laughs> if you send only right. a head, you may run into problems, Sahatorm says. The office uh, at the <laughs> x-ray machine said... May but say, say, oh shipping no, costs. human head. What about the shipping costs? They paid way more uh, than needed You gotta they pay for to. all that FedEx. weight, yeah. yeah. If you have an iPhone with data inside, you will lose all your data unless you back it up. But if you back it up, all you need is a new model to download your old data, Sahatorn says. "Eins could be the same. We've preserved her basic structure. <laughs> if there wasn't too much damage, her personality could be revived. Her three-year-old personality. That's what I was gonna say. I,
2: I don't mean to be an asshole, but like... But you're gonna be one. <laughs> she wasn't a full... Yeah,
3: uh, 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 listen, I feel for their loss. It's a shame. Absolutely. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. Their method of grieving, but this is stupid.
1: Yeah. They also have a 14-year-old son named Matrix, a son they say is inspired by the a name they say is inspired by the metric system. I thought you were going to say <laughs> yeah. he's inspired by the <laughs> by metric the system. A son, he loves it. He
2: loves the metric system. <laughs> Huge fan.
0: That child is just keep me away from my parents at all costs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
3: right. Do not let them near me Do with not. the
0: giant cigar snipper <laughs> or the freezer.
3: Yeah. Oh, sure. oh yeah, they're like, hey, son, go into the deep freeze and grab something for dinner. He's like, I'm not going near that thing. <laughs> that's right.
1: I don't even know, what is matrix from metric system? I don't know. These people are kooky. I mean, matrix is a math thing, but that's not... Uh eh. Mm. They'll give a doctorate in uh,
3: electrical engineering to anybody these
0: days. Mm. Bears follow up. Oh, okay. Another bear. Uh Uh-huh. John Ars of the Norwegian Polar Institute and his colleagues have made the first ever observation of polar bears eating white-beaked dolphins. Oh. In April 2014, while collecting data in Svalbard, Norway, <laughs> our ZZZ team stumbled across a bear with two dead white-beaked dolphins, a species no one had ever seen the bears preying on before. Oh, yeah? We think the bear killed him using a t- similar technique as killing seals. <laughs> it probably caught the two dolphins when trapped below the sea ice. They found a small hole and surfaced for air. The bear had already eaten most of the first dolphin, but couldn't finish all of its catch (laughs) in one sitting. Uh So it made use of the natural freezer, storing a second dolphin still largely intact under the snow for a later snack.
4: Uh
0: Hiding leftover food is a rare behavior in polar bears. We think he caught the second dolphin because he could and then had (laughs) extra food later, says ours. Subsequently, the team came across at least five other polar bears feeding on dead dolphins in the same area. Oh, wow. Maybe it's a mass dolphin suicide. <laughs> oh, I mean, if the, if the bears
1: normally don't eat them, maybe they just went, Eat us! Ah, <laughs> life's not worth living. They
3: are the smartest ones. Mm. Mm-hmm. They. Oh, you know what they probably did? They probably heard it was really cold up there, and they were hoping to get revived at a later date. Oh, maybe. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: We were surprised, as dolphins have not been reported in the area before. The explanation could be that the Svalbard waters were unusually warm at the time, and that a pod of dolphins had become trapped there when strong northerly winds had pushed them out of open water and in among the ice. Mm. Polar bears are known to be opportunistic predators. Yeah. Like, why do we need to call them
2: opportunistic predators? They're just like, the the uh, Motherfucker was hungry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins. Yeah. Why do we need to explain this? That's why I hate about people being like, oh yeah, well, sharks, I mean, they don't That's... mean to kill humans. I'm like... Yeah, they do. And it doesn't matter. I'm not mad at them for that. Like,
3: guys got to eat. Yeah, well, opportunistic predator. Guy has got to eat. That is the fancy pants way of saying motherfucker likes to eat. Actually, that's, eat. that's yeah.
1: actually the difference, though. Sharks aren't opportunistic predators and don't actually want to eat people. People who die from sharks get bit and then bleed out. Right, because they don't tend accidentally... to accidentally... Because the shark bites and goes, oh, that's not what I want. He doesn't want it, huh? Yeah. But you'll still die because, you know, it's like the it's chicken knife shark. in the leg. It's yeah. many, many knife, te- My knife point teeth is... in your body. I ain't mad at them. Yeah. No, no, no. You know,
2: I, I feel uh, bad for shark attack. Yeah, I'm like, I would never. Well, that's, that. Yeah. I would be horrified if it happened to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Probably Absolutely. probably would be dead. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same token, it,
3: yeah. No, I don't think anybody is holding a grudge. against didn't. I didn't, the polar bear I, didn't shed, I didn't shed a tear. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'll, people I'll, are gonna realize I'm a real asshole. No, because I'll asshole you here. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, uh, stories like this. All they really end up doing is make me wonder what dolphins taste like.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And then I think to mm-hmm. myself, I'd eat a dolphin steak.
0: Would you eat a polar bear I steak that just ate a dolphin?
3: I would eat a polar bear steak. That not need to eat a dolphin. <laughs> they could have, like been eating a human, and I'd eat a polar bear steak.
0: What if the dolphin is still undigested in the polar bear's stomach, and you're eating It's like haggis.
3: Oh, dolphin haggis. Yeah, i got whatever.
0: Mm. Yeah, Kevin will eat just about anything. I'll, I I'll, I'll try I'll eat anything. Every, yeah. I eat everything. Yeah. yeah, I'll try anything once. I saw him eating a snot this morning. <laughs> you That's
3: did a not vintage classic <laughs> but i won't say i've never done it <laughs> i won't say i've never done it so before the show you were telling me about uh one time you broke your pinky finger i did mm-hmm. at sasquatch music festival and how'd you break your pinky finger playing football day one. Oh, we another were, football injury
2: yeah another it's i know it's bad <laughs> we were just me and my buddy mike were just throwing the football around you know playing catch and i went and dove for a catch one time and you know you just jam your finger off something yeah, yeah. It happened, but immediately when it happened, I was like, that's not a regular jam. And yeah. I started like running around holding my hand. was just like, this is so painful. <laughs> I am not liking what this is. Within a second, like my entire pinky had just swollen to the size of like my middle finger, I'm mm-hmm. totally purple. And i was like, you broke your finger. Oh. But if we're at a music festival, like you're not going
0: to go get the first day tent. <laughs> Yeah, Finger splints. I,
2: I didn't do that. So eventually I ended up having to put my hand up the entire oh. festival so people wouldn't knock my hand. Oh. And people just, I was just raging. Like, people just thought yes, I was just you raging. There. You, you have a question? He was just, like, Richard's just going for it. He's fist bumping. I'm like, no, I'm just stay away from my hand. If you touch hand. my hand, I will knock you out.
3: Yeah, you know what you did is uh, when it got, uh, when it, after dark, you just put a lighter in it. And so you're like, now no one will ask me about it again, right? right? You know, like, uh, or even better, the band stops. Yes, you have a question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that one. Call back to our bones episode. Oh, another comment from the uh, from the comment section on the web on Podcast dot com. This is from user Kiefer Two Es Two Fs. Mm. I just had brain surgery, and they had to remove a piece of my skull. It's been replaced with titanium, and I got the surgeons to save the piece of my skull for me. And I'm having it turned into a necklace. Because if you have a piece of your skull removed, why not wear it as jewelry, right? Right. True. I would, yeah. Is that what you would do? If you had a piece of your skull removed?
1: I I wouldn't have, uh, until I heard this, I would not have thought, keep that for me and I'm going to do something with it. But now, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't make it a necklace, but I'd keep it.
0: I wonder how big of a piece of the skull it was. It was like, hmm. dime-sized, toonie-sized, bigger. Enough for the cap. Yeah, enough for like, them
3: to pour, perform brain surgery through, yeah, right. So oh it's
2: got to be, yeah. But they can do that almost like near microscopically. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm
1: hoping that it's They're, like
2: what we're doing with surgery these days is just absurd. Well,
1: I'm hoping it's the entire skull cap, and he's going to wear it like a big, huge gold, uh, yeah, yeah, like flavor f- flavor flavor, yeah. flavor yeah. around nice. his neck. Yeah, I
2: like it. I like New it. Height man.
3: All right, what would you do with your piece of skull if you uh, had one big enough to be made into jewelry?
0: Ooh. Uh well I don't wear jewelry generally right uh-huh. but I might have to make an exception I don't know I oh I get it cut in half and earrings mm. that's good oh okay you don't have cool jeans, give it though. to a loved one well the oh. bones would pierce the ear be oh, like nice. <laughs> In fact, I'd have I'd have them cut into the shape of femur bones. oh okay. just to add that extra level of confusion. right
3: yeah. Yes. Yeah, about to say I thought for a second you're gonna have them shaven into like brain shape. Oh that would be hard
0: yeah, That would be I'm, very I'm
3: difficult.
2: Um, I don't know if I would I wouldn't make a necklace out of it. What do you no. think you'd do? I think I'd probably just like paint it or put it on like the mantelpiece or something. yeah, mount
1: it. Oh, get, okay. it, get it framed. Yeah. Oh, okay. My but skull. You still know. in the artistic yeah. vein. Or, or put in one of those uh, Lucite things. So it's just, you know, a nice display case. Well, oh, I get mine cryo frozen.
0: Uh, so that to, in the future people can, can revive your skull. Yeah, revive yeah.
1: My <laughs> yeah. Skull. Uh,
3: I think I'd uh, get it shaped into a throwing star for home defense. Excellent. Or even a dart. But I have a story about another severed part of a human body. Okay. Uh, The Sour Toe Cocktail. Mm -hmm. Is this this an alcohol follow-up? This is an alcohol follow-up. The Downtown Hotel in Dawson City, Yukon, has been serving up their signature drink since the 1970s. It only requires two ingredients, booze and a mummified human toe. (laughs) Where do they keep getting them from? We have photos of this. Okay. Please, I encourage everyone listening, (laughs) go to the website, CosticsOdapodcast.com. You must see the photographic evidence of this. Oh, God. A pesky out-of-towner known only as Josh from New Orleans scoffed at tradition and reportedly swallowed the whole toe in a shot of whiskey. Uh you not supposed to now, do that. this toe is huge. That's big. How you swallow this thing without choking on it is beyond Ew. me. Oh he must have chewed <clears throat> once or
0: twice. Oh he must have. Uh, uh,
3: unfortunately, unfortunately, this is also
0: a cannibalism episode. Uh, yes. <laughs> up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Unfortunately, this destroyed the key ingredient in the Canadian bar's $10 cocktail. Bartenders usually serve the toe with a shot of Yukon Jack whiskey, but the Sour Toe original was made by putting the toe in a beer glass filled with champagne. Okay. What? The one rule of the drink is that the toe merely graced the lips of the courageous drinker, mm. but it is not meant for consumption. In oh. fact, the bar charges a $500 <laughs> fee for any toe swallowing, which Josh from New Orleans did pay before disappearing without oh. a trace.
0: Oh, I have to go barf it somewhere. Ooh, she paid. Ooh, she paid.
3: <laughs> now the bar wants your toe. The hotel is running ads on its menu and website for new toes. Hotel spokesman Adam Gurley says the bar still has one toe (laughs) left, but even so, we've been welcoming new toes. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Uh Whose toe? Oh, God. You You get a certificate, (laughs) (laughs) don't you? You Nihilists, obviously. Yeah, nihilists. (laughs) Nihilists.
3: These men are cowards. The (laughs) ad on the hotel's menu states Got Frostbite? The downtown hotel in (laughs) Dawson City, Yukon is currently seeking toes for its world famous sour toe cocktail.
0: Just do call, call up Everest. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Let someone him know cl- there's a someone- whole
3: bunch of toes up there. Yeah. yeah. Someone clip some toes for me, make a necklace on the way back. <laughs>
0: The ad continues
3: to read The donor will be forever immortalized in the Sour Toe Hall of Fame. Until some dick swallows your toe. <laughs> yeah. Legend has it the original Sour Toe came from Louis Lycan, a trapper and mm. rum runner who traveled okay. the Arctic by little. dog sled with his brother Otto in the 20s. Lycan apparently lost his toe when he got his foot wet during a rum run and fearing the Northwest Mounted Police were onto him, asked his brother Otto to chop off the frostbitten toe with an axe rather than go to the hospital. Wow. They pickled the toe, and eventually it made its way to Dawson City, where it became the key ingredient (laughs) of the sour toe.
0: Just made its way, crawling, rolling in the the
3: pickling jar. That original toe was accidentally swallowed in 1980. Oh, God. And the hotel- 60 years later. And the hotel has gone through a dozen toes since. The saga of every toe is logged on a website dedicated to the Sour Toe Cocktail Club.
0: All 100% true, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> After the toes are donated, they are sterilized in alcohol and stored in margarita salt until they float on a fresh shot of whiskey, waiting to touch the lips of the bar's next daring customer. Wow. There is a YouTube video, which we will also link on the website, about the Sour Toe Cocktail. Nice. So, uh...
0: That's horrifying.
3: Uh,
2: I, uh, I
3: cannot... I'd have one, but agree.
0: Uh,
2: I, I would have one for sure.
3: I would think about it. Would you swallow it? I don't
2: would you know. swallow the, toe swallow $500? the toe, I'd kiss no? it. That'd, I'd, do, I'd grace, the, grace the lips.
3: Sure. <laughs> absolutely. That toe oh, the gracing. is dauntingly large. I don't think it would ever cross my mind to try and swallow it. And there's a toenail. There's yeah. a toenail. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good God. Uh, that toenail. It's not even properly prepared.
3: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Joaquin Alcaraz gracia claimed the title of beer-drinking champ during a festival in Spain, but his victory was short-lived. The 45-year-old man died after the beer-drinking contest, Ooh, during uh. which he reportedly consumed six liters of brew, about 12 and a half pints in 20 minutes. Six liters, that is 18 beers.
3: Eighteen cans of beer in twenty minutes. Oh wow, that's a lot of beer in a very short amount of time. That's, that's like the number
1: of shots I took during our alcohol episode over two and a half to three hours. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys like drink that. during the alcohol episode? <laughs> yes, we, we did. did.
2: Where the fuck was I on that one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should listen. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember recording the second half. <laughs> Gracia won the drinking festival's top prize, but the event took a tragic turn soon soon after when Gracia began to vomit and didn't stop. Mm-hmm. Witnesses called emergency services, believing Gracia was suffering from alcohol poisoning. So, yeah, I wonder yeah, 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 why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, by the time the Sherlock th- Holmes was obviously on the case. <laughs> yeah. by the time the medical team arrived, Gracia was reportedly in cardiac arrest. Whoa. The 45-year-old was rushed to a local hospital, but passed away shortly afterward. But Gracia's alcohol consumption is believed to be a factor in his death. Officials not confirmed his specific cause of death right, yet. Right, oh, uh-huh. a factor. Yeah, <laughs> a factor. Huh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> In fact... It's just a
2: coincidence. He drinks 18 <laughs> beers in 20 minutes and then dies. I'm, I'm
3: telling you, Sherlock Holmes is on the case. He's Why trying to find the Why is he
2: puking? <laughs> oh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it might have something to do with the alcohol. The poison that he's been ingesting. Yeah, uh-huh. In fact, Mayor José Manuel Gracia walked back the official tally of how much Gracia drank, telling local newspaper La Verdad the winner consumed two to three liters during the contest. Uh, uh, right, of course. Uh, instead of six.
3: Yeah, because nine beers in 20 minutes is going to kill a man.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The beer drinking contest well, is part of the... It might areas. get you sick. I mean, that's pretty we'll quick get you sick. nine <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I
2: can do kill nine kill them, beers man. in 20 minutes.
1: No, I Because a Centurion is a 100, 100 shot every shots. minute. Yeah. So, 100, For, so it's an uh, hour and 40. Yeah. And I can't remember how many beers that is. It's like 10? No, it's a, it's a, no, it's like it's a lot seven because and it, 10. Do it, cause you yeah. do it.
2: The power hour is the 60 and 60. Yeah. And right. that's just over six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just fin- just over. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like it's like seven it's like to just 10 over. Years. Six. Yeah, yeah, okay. How do I, have I know? This? About
0: oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know? I've not heard about any <laughs> of these. Okay. No idea uh, so a
1: centurion oh. is a shot of of beer every minute for a hundred minutes yeah. and yeah, you're okay. not allowed to get so up to the bathroom or clock. throw up or anything like that it's like a, my friends would do it as a contest yeah, yeah, the the, test you can rooms. go to the
2: bathroom if you get back in under the minute
1: oh not in our rules oh yeah we didn't, we didn't you gotta hold it all rules. in for that that's 100 minutes
3: rule. man yeah yeah no bathroom break sure i won centurion it's like an hundred and
2: forty 40 hand seems inadvisable that's a very that's impressive because the mm. power hour is tough enough as it is which is 1660
0: can you guys just like ever do a century play pogs or something no I
1: never like beer know. so when long.
0: you're
3: When you're doing a shot of beer a minute, like you literally do the shot, you kind of talk about it, and then you're like, oh, we got to pour another one because I got to do it like w- literally yeah. split.
2: Yeah. It really is it's just to It's easy there at the beginning. Beers. You're like, it's just a shot. It's a shot of beer. It's or, nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I know for me, it's like 25, 30 minutes in. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the amount of alcohol you're consuming. It has everything to do with the bubbles. Yeah, the pressure. Yeah. The, the pressure kills oh. you. Never yeah. have, never choose bud. Don't do Budweiser on it because it's so bubbly. Public service announcement. It hurts you so bad.
1: I've never, I don't like beer. I've never really had much in the way of those kind of drinks I like. So Mm. when I I got challenged to a century and I said, I don't like beer. What do we do? And he said, why don't we do shots and we'll just do 10. And I went 10 in 10 minutes. Okay. Oh God. I won. (laughs) I'm not kidding at, At 10, he stood up and went, There you go, and then fell down. (laughs) And I went, I I stood up and went, I win. And I was kind of still mostly sober. And he went, No, and stood up and fell down again. Ah, nice. So, yeah, yeah, that was a double shot. The beer drinking contest is part of the area's annual festival, which has been held for more than 15 years. However, Mm. following the death, future festival plans have been suspended. Of course.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the radio station had that water drinking contest. That woman died. Oh,
1: yeah. They're not going out next week and having another one.
3: No, no. I think there's a uh, a, a herd of lawyers who probably have something to say about that.
1: Well, or Gatorade there going, hey, we can do this safely for you.
0: We'll sponsor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jack, right. get
3: jacked on electrolytes. It's a Gatorade drinking contest. Yeah.
0: In the news, <laughs> April 2015, Portland, Oregon... A wastewater treatment operator wants to give its recycled sewer water to a group of home brewers, uh, so they can turn it into beer.
3: Uh,
0: the Oregon Environmental Quality Commission voted unanimously to allow the hillsborough based utility Clean Water Services to use recycled sewage for brewing beer. Uh, okay. The utility, which runs four wastewater treatment plants in the Portland metro area, wants to show off its high purity system by giving the water to Oregon Brew Crew, Uh which would make the Brew Crew (laughs)
1: sounds like a morning zoo kind of.
3: (laughs) Hey, welcome to the
0: Oregon
1: Brew Crew on the Brew Crew. (laughs) It's a beautiful Sunday morning.
0: How's everybody doing today? One hundred four point five. The Brew Crew, which would make small batches of beer to be served at events, not sold at the brewery. Uh huh. It's the first time the state has considered allowing people to drink treated wastewater. Oregon rules allow recycled wastewater to be used for irrigation, industrial processes, and groundwater recharge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They require additional approvals for human consumption to make sure all safety concerns are addressed, and this is the first time anyone has asked. <laughs> I guess
3: so. <laughs> like, they, they make a rule yeah. they're like, oh, well, you can get special dispensation. It's just we've had that rule on the books for 20 years, and no one's ever yeah. wanted to. Look,
1: if you ever uh, want to ask to let people drink your sewage-reclaimed you water, need approval. go ahead.
3: Yeah, Crickets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, poop water beer. Oh, what do
3: they name the beer? What would what, what would a sewage water beer be named? Mm. Uh, floaties? Huh? <laughs> no,
1: that's uh, uh, or that one was
2: a real stinker,
3: Kevin.
1: How about? <laughs> how about oh, uh, a little stinker. Yeah, you you could put a crown. It's got a little crown on top and call it a royal flush. Nah, Duh, that's the winner. But no
0: one's raising a pint of sewer water beer just yet. Thank God. The utility (laughs) still needs additional state approval for an amended recycled water reuse plan before the brews are cleared for drinking. The Mm -hmm. Oregon Health Authority has already approved the utility's request, citing the high quality of the treated water, additional microbial reduction in the brewing process, and a low health risk overall. Mm -hmm. Sure. The process includes three different treatment methods: ultrafiltration, which ultrafiltration, which filters the water through very small pores, reverse osmosis, reverse osmosis, which passes the water through a membrane that blocks chemicals from passing through, and enhanced oxidation, enhanced oxidation, which uses ultraviolet light and an oxidizing chemical to break down contaminants. Mm-hmm. All right. Last year, Clean Water Services organized a brewing competition with beer made with about 30% purified wastewater. Mm. Now the utility wants to take the idea to the next level with beer made entirely from treated effluent. That should be the name of the beer, right there, effluent. 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 Oh, I, I love know. the effluence of this beer. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's yeah, no, great effluence. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, ut- that's the tagline on the uh, poster. A utility spokesman said the idea is to expand the use of recycled water in Oregon, but also to change the way people think about wastewater. Mm-hmm. What that it comes from our butts. That comes from our butts.
3: Uh-huh. That should be the name of it. <laughs> mm, butts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, give me a give me a glass of butts, please oh uh, well i don't know you know this is a perfect lesser of two evils actually what would you rather drink sewer water beer
1: or the sour toe cocktail the only reason it wouldn't be the sewer water beer is because i don't like beer all right what about sewer water cider i then the sewer water cider because mm-hmm. i totally trust that science can purify water i mean that's no, easy we've been science. doing it for a long time
0: i need to know where the like this particular toe, where did it come from? Well, evidently, how long has it been? Like, am I the yeah. first one who's drinking from the toe? Because that seems like riskier than if. Oh, like a hundred people have already done this and nobody's died. Okay, mm-hmm. well, yeah, evidently, fair. all of the histories of the toes are cataloged. like. Can you still taste the toe jam? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, I think it's mostly margarita salt at this stage
3: of the game. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, they they soak it in margarita salt until it floats. Because right. they don't want it to sink to the bottom of the cocktail, that eliminates all the risk. I would <laughs> say
2: I would have the sour toe cocktail, mm. right. and the, uh, the the I've beer. already
3: I've already tried Old Milwaukee, so <laughs> 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 uh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I probably would go with the sour toe cocktail just because I like yeah. history. Mm.
1: Mm.
3: I, I I think I'd get a kick out of the story. You're I'm drinking told. a real story, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely yeah. yeah.
1: And that really is the difference between you and me: science, <laughs> history. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I have to go with Sour Toe cocktail as well Oh yeah? Because I, I also don't like beer Uh huh mm. And I feel like You know Can you fruity it up or something? No No what, it's whiskey what, Whiskey It's whiskey.
3: whiskey Or you could go with The Sour Toe original Which is a glass of champagne
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I'll try in one beer, of those two. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I would actually drink both None yeah. of them bother me that much Oh you
0: want the toe with the beer You want sure. the beer and the toe, <laughs> <laughs> on, <Yeah>. the toe <laughs> Put the toe
1: in the effluescence beer Then you call it a sewer toe yeah. cocktail There you go Mmm uh rich you're on twitter
3: you don't have a facebook
1: page no i got rid
2: of it okay i I think i have a uh, facebook page maybe that's connected to my twitter for
3: fans right but like i got rid of my personal one okay Mm -hmm. i don't miss it i'd miss the uh the scrabble on facebook oh scrabulous Uh, yeah
2: you can't find that anywhere else not like you can play that just in person
3: uh, and uh, uh, you're going back for season three season of the one hundred, mm-hmm. uh, or the
2: hundred as it's supposed to be pronounced. Right. But I, I, I always
3: mess it up. Mm-hmm. Any, uh, you know, any teasers you can give the listening audience, or have you even seen a script
2: yet? Oh, we just got the scripts uh, two days ago, oh. which is very exciting. It's very—I uh, can say the first episode is very good. All right, it's gonna be good, people. I think it's gonna be a great season. I really yeah. do. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's uh, spoilers. Are there two-headed bears? I wouldn't. With crab mouths, I wouldn't. Oh, (laughs) I wouldn't discount it. (laughs) (laughs) It could happen. Anything's possible. Talk to the
3: writers. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling you're dying inside, and when you wake up, start to say, "I hope I don't go crazy today." It's such a bad feeling, an ominous feeling—a feeling you know that we'll be back when the week is new, and we'll have more gross facts for you, and you'll have things you want to hear about, we will too. Caustic
1: Soda was recorded by Mike Leeson while his body was recycled into delicious alcohol. This episode's intermission was Can't You See the World Is Ending by The Double Hear more at TheDoubleClicks.com. To comment on episodes and for links, images, videos, and show notes, visit CausticSodaPodcast.com. Support us at Patreon.com slash Caustic Soda. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at Caustic Podcast. Email us at info at CausticSodaPodcast.com. I'm Joe Fulgham. Thanks for listening.
2: <laughs> no one's going to bless me on that one. <laughs> tonight, you. you guys are the devil. <laughs> yes. Have you been listening to the show? <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> Getting worse.